dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jerrison Mansky. Jared, my dear, how are you? Joe. Joe, we're together. We're together again. We well, are. virtually. We're on, yes. we're looking at each other on a computer, which is nice. It is nice. You have a nice shirt on that says hike, but with a Michigan. It does. It does. I wore it to work today because it was a very casual day at work. Um, I only had two <laughs> meetings. and that Normally, I'd be like, oh, man, only two meetings. But I feel like I come on every week and say, like, I'm tired. But this weekend, I, not even this weekend, last night, Ben decided he was going to be awake between 2 and 4 a.m., just, like, basically yeah. straight. Uh, and I, like, changed his diaper and took him out and rocked him and Katie fed him and just, like, nothing worked. He just didn't want to. He would just wake up every 20 minutes. Uh, right. So I'm, I was, like, extra tired this morning. And when you don't have meetings, like, if I was tired and I had a bunch of meetings, like, my day would just go. Right? And it would yeah. be the end. And, like, but I basically just, like, sat around and, and tried to focus on work all afternoon when you're very tired. And you're like, this this is not not going well. So. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm tired. Joe, how are you? Nice. I'm all right. Uh, I'm a little sleepy. Uh, Cora has also not been very great the last week. I think we talked about it last week that she was kind of sick. Um, I forgot to tell you. After we recorded last week and you said, oh, Cora was sick over the weekend. Like mm-hmm. literally, I think Friday night, Ben woke up in the middle of the night with a 100 degree fever. Really? Yeah. I think it's just flying through people. And then uh, he gave it to Katie, and now Katie's kind of giving it to me. I got a tickle in my throat yeah. this morning. Um, but she's also, like, she's definitely much better than she's been. Like, today's been her highest point. But we think she also is going through a crazy mental leap because she is just, like, talking up a storm. Hmm. Like, repeating everything, singing every song she knows, like, just talking, pointing. Being full like, chatterbox. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Um, but, uh, but we're still working on, you know, getting her to sleep by herself. And last night was, was pretty rough. She was having a really hard time in the bed. Um, and then eventually she passed out in our bed. I put her in her bed and like an hour later, she was not even an hour later, maybe like a half an hour later, she was wide awake and like out in the hallway. So I had to lay in her bed with her Mm -hmm. until she fell asleep and I think I was with her for probably 20, 25 minutes. Then she woke up, I think, two more times in the Ugh. middle of the night. Yep. And then was up. I got up at uh, 6 this morning because I was going into the office. And uh, like 6.30, I just hear her little footsteps walking out of her room. I was like, oh, no. Wow. So, yeah, so I got her up and put her in bed with Cora. And she was passed back out before I left. But Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when we hit 6 a.m., that's that's the the red line from Back to the Future where the train can't stop anymore. Once he's awake at 6 a.m., anytime after that he's just awake. We yeah. can't we can't get him back to bed. So, that's uh very lucky that she'll that she fell back asleep for you. Even I yeah. in that same thing, it blows my mind about kids. As adults, if you like stay up too late, waking up early is near impossible. Right. For Ben, if he stays up too late and then let's say he wakes up throughout the night, mm-hmm. 6 a.m. is like when he wakes up. He's just up. Yeah. He could be tired and cranky and not like happy to be awake, but he's just awake. And it blows my mind. Like, just sleep, kid. 
Like, yeah, it's not that hard. You just close your eyes, you go to sleep. Yeah, it's uh, kids sleeping is interesting. You've had your issues, I've had my issues. We've got lots of episodes just on sleeping. I know it. I, um, if you had to like say the biggest challenge of being a parent so far, is it like adjusting to the sleep? Yeah, I think it's trying to find that rhythm and that mm-hmm. sleep schedule, which we now that she's back, like feeling better, we're gonna try. So yeah. she's in a bath right now, but after she's out, Kayla's gonna try to get her to sleep. And I think starting at like nine, nine thirty every night, we're just gonna shut ourselves in her room with the lights off and mm-hmm. as long as it takes, Kayla and I will just rotate in and out. Yep. Until she's she's down. But yeah. Sleep. It's I'm awful. telling you. I'm telling you. We even uh that night that Ben woke up with a fever, we actually tried a little uh, to go back to the shush padding method that we had done before yeah. uh, to try and get him to sleep through the night. And it didn't work because now he's big. Mm-hmm. And instead of like before, I would lay him in his crib. And although he would cry, like I could play the shushing YouTube video and pet his butt because he would just lay there. Right. And eventually he fell asleep and got used to like falling asleep and learning how to fall asleep. And it mm-hmm. all worked out. Well, he's like three times the size now and stands mm-hmm. up and I l- would lay him down in his crib and he'd stand up and like headbutt me to try and get picked up. And I'd be like, no, buddy, yeah. like, you got to lay down. So I'd lay him down and he would just do the same thing. And I did it for like half an hour. And I'm like, there, nothing's happening. He's screaming. Yeah. I'm just sitting here telling him he can't be picked up and trying to lay him back down over and over again. Like, this is not productive. Uh, so that was the one time we tried, and then he got sick. So it was like not even we couldn't even try again because right after that he right. wasn't feeling good. So, man, baby sleep. It's it's nuts. Baby sleep. Nutty. I'm it so really jealous you... of those parents with kids that just sleep through the night. And no big I deal. know. It's I'm upset about it. Um, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Uh, we didn't do too much. Um, okay. Friday, Katie went to sleep pretty early, so we got Jets Pizza, caught the most recent episode of Ted Lasso, which was of course phenomenal because they all are. Um, and then, and then Katie went to bed, and I played a little video games, and then Ben was still not feeling good, so I went upstairs early so I could just listen to him and uh, be there when he woke up. Uh, so we did that Friday, Saturday yeah. we did tool time all day. Good. Yeah, it was great. Love it. Um, Giving us that content. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we did tool time all day. Uh, and then Saturday night, a couple of our buddies uh, here on the internet, we got together in Discord like we are now, and we watched mm-hmm. this really terrible movie by a guy named Neil Breen. Kevin told me about this, and oh, my goodness. I Have you ever seen him or his movies or anything like that? Uh, when we hung out on Sunday, uh, me, him, Luke, and Will, and we played our game, uh, they showed me some trailers of his of his movies. I holy cow! Like it was like watching a high school editing project. Oh, that I, and that's the only rough. way I can describe it. It was like okay, this is a perfect way to put it. Remember in the office. When they do the Michael no. Scarn movie. You what? I've never watched The Office. What? What yeah. did you just say to me? I've never watched The Office. What the I'm shit, told, Joe? I'm told to skip the first season. Yeah. What the shit? You've never seen any of The Office? 
uh, I've seen the CPR scene. That, that gives you nothing. I've, I've seen Kevin drop a pot of chili. Okay, that gives you everything. That's the best scene in television history. And I've seen, I think they were on a retreat, maybe camping. Okay. That's, I mean, that's an episode. It's not like. Yeah. Damn, Joe. That's it. Yeah. Joe. So. My whole life is shattered. That was like the perfect <laughs> analogy that I could have given you. And you haven't even seen it. I know. Anyway. Sorry. I'm, I'm a disappointment. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Everybody knows that. I'm <laughs> no, it's true. Um. So anyway, it, it literally is like a stock footage picture collage. And it's so bad. I shit you not. At the beginning of it, he's like giving what I will loosely call expo- exposition. Yeah. About the, loosely call it that. And a few times he freezes the movie without any dialogue or music it's just a frozen screen really and you don't know if like we we had our buddy like showing it on his computer and we're like oh man did the stream freeze he's like no this is what it is it's still running and then it was just funny like for long enough that the people sitting here be like oh man the stream froze again he's like nope still just the movie it was oh it's so bad it's from what i've seen it's I would describe it as have you seen The Room by Tommy Wiseau? So I've not I've not actually sat down and watched The Room, but I do yeah. I know every like I know what I need to know about it. And I brought that up yeah. while we were watching. I'm like, did him and just and Tommy Wiseau just hang out? And apparently they fucking hate each other. They That's hate each hilarious. other. Hilarious. They're like like Neil Breen thinks that Tommy Wiseau's a hack and vice versa. And I'm like, Yeah. You make the same movie. Yeah. To me it's like that. And, you know, in, like, those bad um, infomercials where it's like, do you hate scrubbing out your pan and every time you try to do it, this happens? It's always the failure moments in those scenes, like, in those ads where it's, like, somebody's, like, scraping off, like, a burnt-on spoon or whatever. Oh, my God. Mixed with Tommy Wiseau. The dialogue was my favorite part. And I say this because... Think of like high school drama class, you know, when you're reading like, we'll call it like you're reading Hamlet and everybody has their own line, but you've like, nobody's practiced this. Nobody's gone through it. So you're like half making the emotions in your voice while it's still monotone, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, Hamlet, don't do that. Like, that's how you're reading it, right? That was the famous Ophelia line. Exactly. Oh, Hamlet, don't do that. That is every single line in that movie yeah every single line is somebody like and they have it memorized unless they're reading off cards behind the camera which they might be but (laughs) like every line is like the director starts it and then there's a Mm -hmm. full like second and a half moment and then the dialogue starts and the dialogue is then like oh what are we gonna do about that Mm mm-hmm right it's just so bad it is so bad oh everybody should check out the trailer for one of his movies because it's ridiculous neil breen b-r-e-a-n and i'm who don't watch it though don't watch the movie check out the trailer but i'm telling you right now please don't watch the movie please save yourself the time and don't watch the movie. I I had a blast watching it because I was with my buddies and we could make fun of it the whole time. But right, please, please don't watch it. 
It's yeah, that's rough. What so what else did you do this weekend? Uh and then yesterday, what did we do? Oh, well, and also on uh Saturday night, I forgot we went on like a kids free date. Um Nice. Yeah, we double dated with uh with Derosia and his friend. Ooh. Um so we went out and we uh we got Imperial. The four of us did. Oh my god. Oh, it was so good, Joe. It was so oh, good. Did you get a hot dog? I got a hot dog. I got two chicken tacos. Katie oh got two Satan tacos. And Katie got the hot, so I I always just get the regular non flavored Imperial Margarita. Like just give it to me lime okay. ju- lime juice and tequila and like I'm good. Katie yeah. got the jalapeno margarita. Ew. And it was a spicy jalapeno. Like and you know yeah. me, I'm a wimp. I don't like spice is my thing, but I know what a what a jalapeno tastes like. Like I know it's right. spicy, but it like burned the outsides of my lips just from drinking the, oh, the margarita. Really? I was like, that's not yeah. like a normal jalapeno. That is a spicy jalapeno. Yeah. So that's but, a ripe one. Katie loves spicy. Yeah. It still was too hard to drink because it burned your lips when you drank it. So I asked I asked the right. waitress for a straw. Once she got a straw, she drank two. She loved it. Like. As long as she Ugh. doesn't have to touch your lips, she was like, "Yeah, this is perfect, spicy, spicy tequila." And I was like, "That you keep it. Keep, I'm all set." Keep spice away from my alcohol. I, I love know. spice. I literally I put jalapenos and hot sauce in almost every meal I have. But keep the heat out of my alcohol. Next time we next time we all go to Imperial, Katie will order one. You'll have to you'll have to try it. We'll just give I'll, it a, give it a try. I'll try it, but hey, you know, even I tried it, and I hated it. But yeah. There was no way that a jalapeno margarita was going to be for me. I mean, there's just no yeah, way. That's no not way. my. Uh, so we did that on Saturday, and then Sunday we hung out. Uh, it rained a little bit on Sunday. It was a little like in and out all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just hung around, did some stuff around the house, uh, and then we watched Suicide Squad last night. So yes, very good. It was it was very good. It was much better yeah. than the first one. Uh, the gore in it turn me off like and i thought about yeah. it again today like it was gratuitous and normally i don't mind like gratuitous gore but the problem with this was it it took away from the plot right like it was it was okay i felt like it was distracting does that make sense yeah yeah so like i loved it <laughs> fair that's fair and and I absolutely yeah. like the movie was great, the writing was great, the directing yeah. like James Gunn's a phenomenal director. Like uh there was twists and turns, like there was a point um where Harley Quinn does something and it like caught, catches me so off guard and I'm like, Oh, that's fantastic. Like that's a really yeah. cool like point in the movie. Um and so it's it's a great movie, but there definitely was parts where I was like, I feel like they put gore in here just to be gory. Like Right. Not to get too gross, but like there's a couple times where heads get chopped off. And I watch yeah. Game of Thrones. I know what it's like to see a head get chopped off. This was a gratuitous head chopping off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Yeah, it was. But uh I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the gore of it. Maybe I, I was maybe fun. I wasn't looking at it through the right lens. It's not for everybody. And you know what? I still can appreciate that it's a good movie. I still would recommend people go watch yeah. it. But go into it knowing that there's some gory parts, and if you're a little totally. squeamish, like may maybe just be prepared. Yeah, yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. Um. So how about you? How was your weekend? What'd you do? Uh, so Friday, I took Friday off of work Ooh. to do a bunch of home projects, which we'll talk about on Tool Time. Uh, Saturday, I uh, and then Friday night, I watched 
part of the Suicide Squad. I yeah. had to go to bed late, um, but I was falling asleep while I was watching it, so I turned it off. Um, and then Saturday, we got up and had breakfast, and we actually went to Ferndale. Uh, Ooh! Yeah, so we were near Neck of the Woods, and uh, we were hanging out with our buds, Drew and Kara, and we went to lunch at the Fly Trap. So good. That's pretty good. And, That's pretty good. And then we went to um, the Rich neighborhood over there. Pleasant Ridge. Pleasant Ridge. They were having garage sales. You guys went garage sailing in the Rich neighborhood? Yeah, there wasn't really a ton of them out, but we just kind of wandered around. It was hot, and then uh, ended the day getting Treat Dreams. Oh, Treat Dreams is so good. Did you get a so cookie good. or ice cream? Ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, the I ice cream is so blueberry good. blueberry donut. And it was delightful. Um, and then we got home after that. And what did we do? I think we just kind of hung out. We didn't really do a whole lot after we got home. Uh, Cora fell asleep. Um, and I, we cleaned. We cleaned Saturday. And yeah. That evening, um, I watched some Breaking Bad. Nice. And wrote my, um, my game for Sunday, my Monster of the Week game. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. playing with Kevin and... Uh, Luke from Best Song Ever and our buddy Will. We've been playing this campaign for two years. That is and it was insane. the final one. Yeah, and before that, we played a campaign for two years. So, Jared, when you play with us, prepare yourself Long for burning, a two-year campaign. I tell you. Uh, so, Saturday night, I did that. I was up till 1.30, 2 o'clock writing. Have you thought about not waiting um, to the last minute to write it? No, because that's when I got my best inspiration. I get oh, that. I had a, the creativity had a juices beers. are flowing, you know, the night before. Yeah. I had a couple of beers. I watched Matt Damon on Hot Ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I was ready to go. So, I, you know, I kind of wrote and wrote and uh, really nailed, I think, the ending for, for this story. And uh, then Sunday, I, I woke up and I went back to Ferndale again to, to play the game. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. And then yesterday, we came home and... Uh, when I got home, Cora was asleep. I watched more Breaking Bad, and uh, we made some frozen Italian beef that we had. Ooh. Yeah, it was very good. And kind of called it a night, just hung out at night, watched it, some more Breaking Bad. Uh, You're obsessed. Oh, my God. I just want to finish it. I know. I'm it. so close. Joe, um, I, can't, it. I can't let our weekend stories go without telling you how disgusting children are, because I almost forgot this, but I have to, okay. I have to lay it on you. So my, Tell me. so my son's disgusting. Um, and I think everyone knows that kids are gross. Uh, and, right. And they just are. But in this special case, so Katie and I had to, the side of our house between our house and the neighbor's house, that's part of the tool time we were doing, we'll talk about. Um, we were doing stuff over okay. there. Um, and while we're doing stuff, we're, we're over there. And I look back and Ben, we were just letting him crawl around like uh, in the backyard and we gave him a spatula and like toys and stuff. And he had a spatula and he was digging in the garden that runs along the back of our house. Okay. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know, he's fine. He's just flipping dirt and hanging out and then, right. uh, doing our thing. And like, I, I keep checking, you know, when your kids back there, you check like every minute just yeah. cause you just pop your head back. Right. 
And like literally a minute later, I pop my head back and he looks at me and he smiles and a full clump of mud just falls out of his mouth. Like (laughs) full black mud just right out of his mouth. His mouth is covered in his teeth are black. His tongue is black. Uh, I just picture that red hair, that squinty smile. That's exactly what he did. Red hair, squinty smile, and just mud just dropped out of his mouth. It's like, oh my god, kid, what are you uh, doing? Uh, that's funny. And that was when we knew it was a lost cause to try and keep him out of the dirt. So he just had yeah, fun. So just, just make yeah, sure just he's not eating rocks, eating right? Right. Just make sure that he doesn't eat any rocks. That's that's where we ended on that. So. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. The what kids a cutie. are gross. They are gross. So I want to switch into tool time here. Let's do it. Because you did something amazing Finally. on Saturday. I did. I did. I feel very proud of myself about it, too. Yeah. Tell the people what you did, finally. Joe, I finally cleaned I, my gutters. Oh, my. Thank heavens. I After finally, the giant rainstorms, you finally did it. I did it. But today, we had a giant rainstorm. And it and Sunday, we had a giant rainstorm. Two two rainstorms right after I cleaned them. And I'm telling you, it, uh, it really it worked. It worked. Look at that. I'm telling you. It was beautiful. So, that's great. And uh, one thing I noticed that Katie posted was uh, your neighbor got to the gutters before you did. Or the uh, Ugh. sewer drains. Backpack blower guy. Is that who it was? Of course it was, Joe. It was backpack he, blower guy. And I swear to God, it hadn't started raining for five seconds. And he was out there with his hockey stick on the drains. And, you know, when I go out, I clean at the end of our street. Because it always yeah. our streets always flood because the leaves get in the drain and they're terrible. Yeah. I go out and I scoop it up with uh just scoop all the leaves and stuff out and I throw it on the grass and then I mow right. over it later. Right? Like I that's how I get rid of it. I scoop it all out of the drain and throw it up there. And I take like uh I, I had that putter or whatever. No, normally I just use my hands because that's what works best. Yeah. Or a broom handle or whatever it is to clear out the, the stuff. And I do our drain, and I do the uh, drain across the street. Just right, right. here, because we live on the corner. Yeah. This guy takes his hockey stick out there, and his strategy is to just jam the leaves down the drain. He's just going to jam them down the drain. Just, right. Just, just it'll shove them down. It'll be great. So he shoves them all into the drain. He does our drain. He does drain across mm-hmm. the street. He walks to the street behind us, does their two drains, walks up to the street above us, and does their two drains, and then comes home. I'm like, dude, what? do you, you just get- not want to be in your house? How are you going to show him up? What am I going to do? Literally go through I, and clean all the drains in the city? I think, I think you got to clean all the drains, and you need to get a goalie stick. Uh, you're right. You're right. He's 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 outdoing you with the hockey stick. You're using a putter. He's using a hockey stick. He is in happy Gilmore territory now. Oh my god, you're right. What's bigger than a hockey stick? A goalie stick's a good one. What else? A goalie stick. Um I think the other option is you just take a chainsaw. Oh, that's a just, good one. Yep. Like to all the gutters, mm-hmm. right? Might might be a good option. Um you know what you do? You go into his garage and get his backpack yes. backpack blower. Yes. <laughs> and blow it out. Standing water and everything, just stick it in the standing water and just yeah, hold yeah, the yeah. trigger as it blows the leaves out of the standing yeah. water. Yeah, you're right. That's it. That's what I have to do. 
I think that that's what you got to do. You well, know, none I think the that those are your only options. The stupidest thing is, and our street clogs every time it rains, right? So we had a rainstorm yeah. yesterday. He did that. He did that bullshit yesterday. Then today <laughs> it rains, and Katie texts me as soon as it starts raining. He goes, "Do I go out and clean the gutters?" Like, no, we don't have to go, or the the drains. Do I go clean the drains? No, we don't have to go clean the drains right away. Like, if he really wants to go out there and clean them. um, And once the rain all settled, both drains are covered to, like, massive with massive piles of leaves again like, this is ridiculous. No, no, nobody can win. Nobody can win out here. Uh, You're trying. So it's going to be one more thing that backpack blower and I, backpack blower guy and I go off on one more time. Uh, and falls right around well, the corner so you know he's going to be out here blowing my leaves off my yard again exactly because he sees them and he's bored and he doesn't want to be in his house so he's just going to come he's blow just going to do your yard work for you and eventually he's just going to like show up and fix your doorknobs and like paint your doors for you and... you know what that'd be fantastic if he could do that i would i would appreciate <laughs> it but the man doesn't even mow his own lawn that's what drives me nuts. that is true he doesn't even mow his own lawn like if you really need to spend time outside mow the grass don't pay somebody yeah. to mow the grass. Mow your grass. That's funny. So we did that. Uh, so I cleaned the gutters on on Saturday. And then the other thing we did on Saturday that I was talking to when Ben ate a mouthful of dirt. is So Ben's birthday party is at the end of the month. Um, and we yeah. have just stuff we're doing around the backyard. And one of the things is between my house and Backpack Blower Guy's house, mm-hmm. he has a bunch of trees. And I, I put a couple uh, Instagram stories up of us cutting some of those trees down. But there's a lot yeah. more on that side of the house. In fact, if you're ever bored and you feel like bringing your chainsaw and a stick over, we'll just buzz them all down at the tree at oh, the yeah. fence line. I, I'll send it with Kayla to Kay. Ben's birthday party Deal. and leave it with you. Um, because I actually couldn't even get up there and uh, clean the gutters because it was only me. Katie couldn't get up because Ben was napping. So, like Katie right. couldn't get up to help me. And there's too many branches overhanging that I can't get on the roof because I'll be crawling under branches and scooping out stuff off the, off the uh, mm-hmm. roof. So um, that's a I'll have to finish that. So I guess technically I only clean half my gutters, but these are the ones that are like that were really bad. Um, okay. But so what we did is the leaves or the trees drop all these leaves and sticks and garbage, you know, on the on the far side of our house that we never mm-hmm. deal with because. It's the far side. Nobody ever sees it. Like, it's not a big right. deal. Um, but with people coming over, we want to put wood chips down back there. But first, we had to get all the stupid leaves and sticks and junk out of there. So we spent like an hour and a half, two hours back there, like cleaning five Home Depot brown bags worth of oh, uh, leaves and sticks and like just getting everything out of there. And I had put dirt back there last year for my dirt pile. Mm-hmm. Like, that was actually kind of like my catch all when I like, had too much dirt and I had to go somewhere. I was like, well, right. it'll go on the, that side of the house and that's where it'll go. Um, so I, I took some time and like leveled out some of the dirt and I have to go back through there again because now it's all like padded down. I have to like actually get in there and, and rip it up and level it out again before we put the wood chips down. Nice. So that's nice. what we did. And Ben spent the afternoon napping and then eating dirt. It's perfect. What a perfect day. What a perfect day. So lots of tool yeah. time on our, on our end. Um, and we uh we finished painting the side door, so now we can okay. put the blind up that we bought for it. We have nice. that. Uh, now we just have finished the front door and the outside of the side door, like outside trim, still needs to get mm-hmm. painted. But it's a real pain in the ass because beyond that is the siding, so you have to paint the trim yeah. without painting the siding, and it's just pain in the ass. Plus, it's like a thousand sure. degrees here every day now. It is. It really is. Um. 
So real quick before we, I I feel like we've been talking for hours already. Yeah. Uh, but uh, on Friday I took the day off. Yeah. I was like, I need a de-stressor from work, so I'm going to do home projects. I hate that your de-stressor is home projects. It drives me nuts <laughs> that your de-stressor from being productive is being more productive. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, all right, um, I'm going to work on the basement. I'm going to finish off this damn ceiling. Yep. That that need so that way I can just finish up this basement. So I got up a little bit later than I wanted to. Um and at around 9:30 uh I took off and went to Lowe's because that's where my ceiling paint for the basement has been from. Um to get more paint, so I picked up some paint. Um on the way back, I stopped and got some oil for my car and a filter. Nice. I had to change my oil. And then I got home and Prepped my basement all up, so the area that I needed to do, I put up my tarp barricades, um, laid down my other tarps and drop cloth, uh, got the paint gun all cleaned up. It had been cleaned prior, but I just gave it another once over. Good. Um, and uh, filled it up and started going. So, you know, that was maybe like noon ish, noon 30. And uh, I started painting the ceiling and I'm feeling good about it. And, and uh, we're going and you know, the first tub runs out, I put fill it up again, and I'm hitting the ceiling, and the second tub runs out, and I'm like, all right, we are pretty damn close. Like, I have, um, it's hard to visualize, but in this section, two-thirds of it is, like, open. Then there's a kind of a small barricade between where I needed to go that, like, my furnace and water filter, or water softener's in, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and behind yeah. that, is where my uh, laundry room is. And that little sliver between the laundry room and my furnace is like the strip that I needed to hit. Um, it's probably, I don't know, 50 feet long. And uh, so not 50 feet, maybe 30 feet. And I fill it up with more paint and I'm kind of touching up the spots that I hit before. And then I realized there is just globs of paint like shooting all over the place. Like, oh no! Yeah, so the mister is still misting, but like paint is also shooting out of this this spout. Like literally, like globs are just like. Oh my gosh! So my wall just has like black paint splatters all over it. My furnace is covered in black paint. My water softener is covered. And I was like, "What the hell is going on?" So I clean it all up, but I thin it out, I try it again, and it happens again. And I was like, oh, my God. So I just clean it, let it sit. Um, while that's happening, I mow the lawn. So I mowed both sections of my front lawn. Um, and I go, and I do it again, and it sh- shoots globs of paint everywhere. And I was like, God oh my damn gosh. it. Where are the globs so, of paint coming from? From the mister? It's like misting and yeah, globbing? Yeah, from the nozzle itself. So I got frustrated, gave up, um, and then so at some point throughout the day, I also changed the oil in my car. Uh, so I Just mowed my lawn, having a day. changed my oil, worked on my basement, um, and we're going to be gone this weekend, but Joe fixed the sprayer, Kayla's dad. What did he and do? And he's coming over. He really like dug in and found one sticky glob of paint oh my like, somewhere gosh. deep in the mechanism. Um. So he's gonna come over this weekend while we're gone, and he's gonna finish up the ceiling for me. Oh, that's kind of that's and, really, very nice. Yes, and then we will be done. Basement will be usable almost. Oh, yeah. I got to do the walls and floor, but oh, yeah. that's the hard part. So, 
Where are you guys going to this weekend? Um, our buddy, our fraternity brother, Logan. Mm-hmm. We know Logan. Uh, he's getting married this fall, so they're having a joint bachelor bachelorette party. Up north. Yeah, at Torch Lake. Oh no, shit! We're gonna be yeah. right, we're gonna be right around the corner this weekend. Really? Yeah, we're gonna be. Uh, it's, we uh, Katie's grandparents have a cabin in uh, in a town up north on Lake Leelanau. Really? Yeah. So we're we're gonna be right around the corner. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we'll be up there. Um, we're heading up Friday afternoon. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. We're gonna be right right so. near each other. But Look yeah, at us. so that's it. Big dads having Look a, a vacation together. Well, Joe, we have been talking forever, and this is great because I think we. Like this was this was good. I wanted to talk about our weekends. I wanted to get caught up. I felt like over the last I don't know three weeks, four weeks, this summer has just been running. You know, Crazy. like vacations and running, and then uh, we had you know the stuff with Lou and everything like that. Like it's just been crazy. I just wanted to catch up. Yeah, ground ourselves. But totally. I do want to leave the people with a little something, something. You know, like they came, they came here to listen to us, and yeah, they get to listen to us talk about our weekends and catch up. But like, right? Let's we'll give them a little something, something like a little. Bit. Yeah, exactly. A little mooj boost. A little mooj boost. Yeah. So hey, real quick, what's yeah. our time at? How long have we been running? Thirty. We just flipped thirty-three minutes. Thirty-three. I said forty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. See. What did I say? That's a, we're going. We're going. So we're starting a new. I don't want to call it a segment because it probably won't be recurring every week, but no, we're starting a mini series, a mini series. I like that. I like that a little, we're calling it dad. How to, so yeah. With Joe having a second baby on the way, we figured it'd be good for us to go back and, and revisit all the newborn things that now a year and two years removed from hindsight being 2020, we figured, We'll go back and we'll we'll revisit it and we'll teach uh teach people what worked and what didn't, you know? Yeah. And I think this is a perfect intro to it right here is let's talk mm-hmm. about diapers, Joe. Let's talk about diapers. I think this is my favorite one to talk about because there's a big difference in a boy diaper and a girl diaper. And I'm excited for you to have pee on your floor. Yeah. Because Yeah, it's uh it's extremely different. Very. Yeah. So I'm excited for this one. So um, let's kick it off. And Joe, teach the people how to change a diaper. You just give them the word right, story on how to change a diaper. Right off the bat. So when you have a newborn, um, they're not going to poop right away. Uh, That's a good point. You know, I mean, and, they might. And, and by right away, you don't just mean like, oh, they're not going to like come right out and poop. You mean they're not going to poop for like days. Yeah, and then that first poop is really gnarly. First few poops. Yeah. Like um, black tar. And if you're like Kayla, you know, unfortunately, Cora pooped on the way out or like while she was Ooh. in, you know, mm-hmm. before her water broke, um, which which could have led to some issues in pneumonia Yeah. Um, from for Cora. Um, but when the baby's born, you do, you know, your baby's born, they get cleaned up real quick, and then they go into skin to skin. Um, and Unless you're Ben, and then you're not breathing, and you have to go yeah. to the ICU. But for the most part. But then, right. Uh, but then they give you the, 
they put the babies in the smallest diapers you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> These newborn diapers are absolutely tiny. Um, and to do the changing, you know, I feel like the first time, like I've changed diapers before. Oh, yeah. I have nieces and nephews. But it's, I feel like the first time with Cora, it was so like, I was like nervous. Like, <laughs> were you really? I mean, it was a straight, you know, couple hour day yeah. old baby, you know, so delicate. Like, okay, let's do this. Um, so I think normally, you know, one of the first poops is, is really tarry, you know, really. Oh, yeah really gnarly for, for like, a baby. It is black tar coming out of coming yeah. out. It is We didn't good. have to change that diaper. Uh the nurse that came to show us how to give Cora a bath, which we'll have a seg we'll do an episode on baths. Oh yeah. Um she got that diaper and she's like, oh I'll just clean this up for you. You uh, lucky. Oh yeah. man. Some um, some guys but, have all the luck. Right. So the first time doing it, you know, it was super delicate. But the best way that we did it, you know, is, you know, we put the diaper, like, underneath Cora and still do the new diaper. Sure. While she's still wearing the old diaper. And then, you know, oh. undo the old one, clean her up, and then pull out the old one so that the new diaper's right there. You know, it's already in there. Hopefully didn't catch any butt detritus. Sure. From, you know, do you remember what detritus is? We've talked about this a few, a few weeks ago. I had to define it for you. Uh, I don't remember. I know okay, it's cool. like gunk, basically, right? Yeah. Um, and really, you know, just just strap them up and make sure it's secure. Mm -hmm. What I always do is I kind of run my fingers a little bit, like in the leg holes, to make sure that everything's puffed out a little bit. So sure, that way, sure. it's not, you know, there's no butt cheeks hanging out. I get um, that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Real fear. And yeah, and then I stand Cora up and check the back because you don't want that back too loose. Mm -mm. Otherwise. Otherwise, your poops can go everywhere. Joe, you're bringing up a lot of good points. And a couple ones that I want to, to point out. Well, first, we're much more freewheeling than you are when, it's, when, when it comes to changing diapers. We just rip that okay. diaper off while Ben's still standing and then like try and wrangle him to put the new diaper on. So, <laughs> And he's a monster, so that never he's naked for significant amounts of time in our house. Um, yeah. And, but we... Uh, the first thing that I found crazy is how hard it is to get a diaper even on a baby butt. It is yeah. so you're like, how can it be this difficult? They're laying down. I put the diaper under them. I put the fold. I put the middle up and the folds over and boom, it's there. Right. Wrong. Right. All of a sudden your one folds all the way over on top of one. And the other one's like a little tiny, like Velcro stri strip. Yeah. There. You're like, how did this happen? I just did this. I'm not like, how did this but and there it is it's a sideways diaper and you got to go back and either fix it or try and adjust it the best you can because you see that baby's booty cheek booty cheek hanging out i mean you're in a world of hurt you're in a world of hurt you really are and whoever made those who, whoever had the patent on those straps oh yeah they should like sell those things to airlines like those can hold airplanes together i'm telling you the one of the most annoying thing about diapers the tabs, they stick to each other, right? Like they stick to themselves. Yeah. Trying to unstick those to restick them to the diaper. I've ripped yeah. so many of those off. Like I'll be going to put a diaper on and you go to unvelcro it to revelcro, and on the unvelcro, it just rips right off. Like what? Yeah. Who made this? What is yeah. this? Stuff's intense. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, the newborn diapers, they're going to be in for a little bit, but then really quickly, they're going to move up into different sizes. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think one thing that I learned, like one of the biggest things I learned was diaper sizes, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It didn't even occur to me, Mm-mm. like diaper sizes, right? And like what ones and twos and threes and fours and fives all meant and, and all that. And when we brought Ben home, you know, Katie was like prepared, like, you know, when do we move up to size one? I was like, I didn't even know there was a difference in newborn and size yeah. one, but there is. Um, yeah. The great thing about that is on the box, it tells you the weight right. that your kiddo should be. And they're also going to the doctor like once every two weeks when they first come out. Yeah. So you'll know exactly what they weigh and when to move mm-hmm. them up in diapers. Definitely. And that's, you know, that was pretty big. I mean, Cora's in fours. What size diapers is Ben in? Fours. Yeah, of course he is. He's a monster. He's so big. So tall. We were at the park <laughs> the other day and uh there was a, a couple there a couple of babysitters were there and um playing with their kids and one walks up and goes, Oh, how old is he? And Katie's like, Oh, you know, he'll be a year next month and she goes, Oh, is he tall? <laughs> like, yes, he's a monster. Yeah. The kid's massive. He's ginormous. He's so big. But you know, even their weight though, right? Like the, those boxes have weights on them. But yeah. really your kid might not be heavy but they might be tall or yeah. lanky you know yep so sometimes you you got to move up in size just for the sheer fact that um i think our biggest way of knowing that cora outgrew diapers was her her butt was hanging out right like yep. her cheeks were hanging out so it was like okay we definitely knew that she needed um she needed to move up sizes and i think that's the biggest key indicator for us is when her her tush hangs out the sides the strap for us is the big one like we know about where to put the straps now. And when the straps start to go further and further to the side, we're like, oh, he's getting a little too big for these diapers. The mm-hmm. other thing is they don't go up far enough, right? Like if his crack's yeah. hanging out because we can't get the diaper up far enough, we're like, oh, look, he's too tall for these diapers. Time to move up. Right. We also try because um, we buy diapers fairly in bulk, like, Obviously, we don't buy. Okay. We're not like hoarders about it, but like we'll buy a, a Costco box which has like 250 diapers, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which, if you're not a parent, you're listening to this, you're gonna be like, 250 diapers? What's that last six months? Like, no, that's like two weeks worth of diapers. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely stupid how fast they go through diapers. It really is. Um, and so we buy like, but we try and plan it out so like okay, we're getting to the end of box, like when we just went up to size four. He was a little bit too small when we made the jump to size four, like a little bit Mm -hmm. too little, but it's easier to put bigger diapers on than it is to stick it out with smaller diapers, right? We're like, okay, let's make the decision. We're going to buy a new Costco box of like a decent sized diaper. Do we go one more box of threes and make it like a month more of, of size three? Or is he like by the end of that going to be too big and we're already going to have to buy more diapers when we stuck? So we mm-hmm. just made the jump a little bit early and we've done that a couple times. I think every, I would say every time we've had that conversation of like, okay, he fits now, right? but is he going to continue to fit for another month? Mm-hmm. No. So we'll make the jump yeah. and then he grows into it after like two weeks. And that's the crazy thing about kids too is, Literally, his diaper is too big for like a week, and then we're like, "Oh, look, mm-hmm. the diaper fits now." Like it's 
crazy. Yeah, and that's where, you know, Kayla is a much more knowledgeable mom than I am a, a knowledgeable dad. Same. Yep, same. And and she is she was on the ball whenever Cora needed to jump up like was right there ready to to move up sizes. Um So, with that being said, I think, you know, I think we can move into maybe boys versus girls a little bit when it comes to diapering and then oh, yeah. maybe talk about a couple different styles of diapers because there are different styles of diapers and brands of diapers that are out there and not all diapers are made equal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do... Um, I have a very simple boys versus girls. So, okay. So for boys, and I'm sure... This is, this is how I imagine a, the differences and, and we'll talk about what, the, what it actually is. So for, for girls, I imagine it's much more complicated. There's... A lot more folds, a lot more crevices. They have to clean out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For boys, there are still folds and crevices. You got to get in the thighs, and especially if your son's a monster like mine and has thighs that could kill a small, well, a smaller <laughs> child. Um, you have to get in the crevices and wipe them out. They sweat, like get all the sweat out. Um, but the main difference is that boys will pee as soon as you take the diaper off. I kid you not. Yeah. They wait until you take the diaper off and then they just whiz everywhere. And it is like sometimes impressive. Sometimes you're like, wow, from the changing table to the wall, how did you even do that? But they do. (laughs) They do because they're monsters, Joe. Yeah. So that's my imagination of what the difference is between boys and girls. So good luck with the boy. Um, Yeah. I will say it's an easier diaper change. Like just through and through, it's an easier diaper change. But keep that extra diaper handy because you, you're just going to have to block and right. be prepared for pee because that's as soon as that diaper comes off, pee. Everywhere. You pee on the wall, straight uh, to jail. <laughs> uh, yeah, so with, with the girls, uh, Cora has peed, you know, when we've taken her diaper off before, and it's only happened a couple times where she's, like, missed the new diaper and has gone on the pad. Sure. Um, but I mean, really the, the biggest thing is, you know, you have to clean out her, her vagina. Like you have, you know, when she poops, sometimes like it's a bad poop and it like gets all over. So you got to make sure everything's clean. Um, so you have to like kind of delicately like clean it out a little bit, you know, and, and make sure everything's out of there. So that way there's no infection, no, Mm -hmm. you know, bacteria getting in there. Um, and just really, you know, keeping it, um, as as dry as possible right I, and that's with any baby because you don't want any you know yeah. yeasty infections rash, going on yeah, diaper rash like all that. that kind of stuff um so yeah that is that is the biggest part is just you know and that was something i again i never would have thought of no. like you have to clean it out and i'll be honest it, when before we knew ben was a boy that mm-hmm. was probably the number one thing i was worried about with having a girl is yeah. changing the diaper Purely, purely because I've never, like, as, as a male, I've never had to clean those parts before. Right. I like, I don't know. And you're right. You know, luckily we have our wives who are much more knowledgeable than we are and, and would be easy to explain that. Right. But like, I've seen Ben, Ben's blowouts and sometimes he'll have a normal poop now that like covers his entire butt and both cheeks and everything in between. Right. And like it's much easier to clean up a little kid wiener than it is, you know, uh, the vagina, right? Like it just is. Yeah. And it is, I can't even imagine. And yeah. So, 
Sorry, to, uh, sorry if I have a future daughter and she listens to this, but like that's right. what I'm the most scared about is is changing totally. your diaper. Totally, and you know that that really is the biggest thing. So before we move on again to the next piece um, about diapers, I think real quick we should touch on baby poops because mm-hmm. I don't know if we've talked about baby poops. Um, yeah, they go through phases. There, there's different poops. Yeah, yeah, they is, go through phases. Yep, you know. They they start off with that black tari, and then as they get milk, mm-hmm. it's mustardy, right? And seedy, and, and seedy is seeds of fat, yeah, in in their poop, and it stinks. It's a very like gnarly, yeasty smelling poop. It is yeasty. I'll tell you, I think the real poops smell worse. Yeah, when they make, th- and then they get food. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. they're, that throws their body off, and their poops are gnarly. Ben has, I feel bad for the kid, because he has the hardest time getting these food poops out, like, in the last yeah. couple of months, like, and it's the funniest thing. There was one time, this must have been, like, a week ago. It was not very long ago. And again, I'm sorry, Ben, if you listen to this ever, because <laughs> I'm about to, like, embarrass you to, to high heaven, but... um. He was crawling around. We were playing on the floor. It was just him and me. Katie was off in another room somewhere. We're just playing around. He crawls over to the little half wall, and he turns around to me on all fours, and he looks at me, and he smiles, and he stops, and his face changes. He goes, (laughs) 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 and just on all fours for like a minute and a half, he just pushes Uh, out a poop, and it's like not that big. It is, But it was just the hardest thing he's ever done in his entire life, and he's just (laughs) looking at me with this, this intense face his and like to see him do it 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 was because i would say now when you see that it's comedic right like somebody forcing a poop out that's that's like a comedic uh like intent this is a one-year-old that literally that's all he's doing is forcing a poop out (laughs) and it was the funniest thing of all time and he looked like he was having such a hard time and i wanted to help him but at the same time i was dying at the fact that he was just yeah oh my gosh that's funny dying that's hilarious and sometimes they get constipated and it's oh, bad yeah. cora had a i don't know maybe i don't even remember when it was but she had a real real hard time one time and like i came home from work because it was so bad and kayla called in to work um because she was so constipated we had to like we soaked her in the tub like and like it wasn't coming out and kayla like had to like pick at it like oh, to god. get it out and eventually she passed it and it was like the size of a ping pong ball like oh my gosh just this hard rock and they do get um, constipated it, so we're at the the point right now where ben if he's constipated we put him on an all milk diet uh because yeah. we can still do that right because he's not full-time right. food um he's almost there i mean he's eating three meals a day now uh but yeah. he's also still doing breast milk right and he probably will for a little bit longer um so if he's super constipated, we put him on breast milk, all breast milk. And what that does basically gives him the runs. I know that sounds bad, but like, yeah, it just takes him a stage back to like more of the seedy fe- uh, right. poops instead of the other one. Um, but I mean, we also, he's, it's, it wasn't very consistent. Like there was a couple of weeks where he'd go every other day, right? One day poop, one day, not one day poop, one day, not that was at the beginning of his food. He, then he was about normal. And now it's like if he doesn't poop that day, we can tell because he won't sleep overnight because his stomach hurts, and then he'll poop the next morning, or he'll right. wake up with poop in his yeah. diaper, right? So, 
Mm-hmm. Kids, man, I tell you. Yeah. All right, Joe, uh, let's, so let's, let's tell them what, what diapers work and what diapers don't work. Let's, yep. let's lay the knowledge on them. And this is going to change from person to person. Oh, yeah. Because every baby's different. Yep. Um, so we use Pampers um, cruisers. Okay. Um, they still have the straps. We've done the 360 fit. Uh, I think that that's what they're called. But like and the pull-up version? Are... Yes. Okay. We've done pull-ups. You know, when we try to get her potty trained, I think we're going to try those again in the pretty near future as we really focus on potty training. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do the Pampers cruisers. Um, and then we, a lot of times, do just like the 12-hour night diapers all the time just in case. Oh, yeah. Um, but she is very sensitive. Like her skin is really, really, really sensitive. Oh. And if you leave her in a wet diaper for too long, she will get a diaper rash like very quickly. Um, and she can use Pampers. We've used Aldi brands. We've used, I think, Sam, Sam's Club brands and mm-hmm. possibly Kirkland's. We tried Huggies and it they burnt her skin. Oh my like, god. They were she was red and just like like almost blistery from them. Um and wow. I don't know what it is with the diapers. We've gone back and we've tried them again and it Same happens thing. again. Just that brand of just Huggies for whatever reason does not work for her. And every once in a while she'll come home and her daycare person will have put a huggies on her and it's like it's red like holy very, smokes very, like her butt her you know vagina like everything is just red um so That's we awful. we stay away from the huggies but everything else seems to work pretty good for the most part um but pampers is kind of our our go-to, go-to. yeah we do so i've actually heard about huggies um that they don't work very well um, mm. I don't, my, uh, my boss had his kid two months before I did. So he had been telling me like, yeah, these diapers work for us. These ones didn't. And he said, Huggies did right. not work for them. Um, but what the ones we like are the honest diapers. Um, okay. and they do it. It's because they don't have any dyes or mm-hmm. uh, artificial things in them. I say artificial things. There are artificial things cause they're still diapers. Right. right. But like, yeah. as good as they can be. Um, so we use those ones and then we use Kirkland brand. Um, but we actually just found out that they bleach, uh, the Kirkland brand brand diapers. So there's bleach in mm. the diapers. Um, so I think we're probably going to stay away from those. Uh, for as right. long as we can, but overnights we do the the twelve hour. Uh, honest, I have the same one of like twelve hour uh, nighttime yeah. diapers. Um, it just makes it that much better, especially because Ben wears a sleep sack, so like we don't want to be changing his diaper. Mm-hmm. He's asleep. Like that that was a huge difference when we were able to change over to those because before then we were kind of riding it out with the Kirkland brand diapers because they can hold right. a little bit more than the honest ones, but. Even then, like by the time we got to the morning time, like that thing was falling off his butt because it was so wet. Right. Um. So now we do the twelve hours, and it holds up that much better. Nice. But he's not super sensitive. Uh, but we also haven't tried. Like, we've only done. If I think think about it, we've only done honest diapers and Kirkland brand diapers. We haven't done anything else. Um. And mainly it's because we found ones that worked, and we we're like. Yeah. These ones are, they work. They're not super expensive. That's what we'll stick with. And, you know, we haven't run into a scenario where we try a different one, but, uh, right. That one, uh, this is just kind of what worked for us. 
Yeah, yeah. And like I said, every baby's gonna be different, you know. Mm-hmm. Huggies might work great for some people. It's just it just was did not work for Cora. She just put way too sensitive for him. And not sure why, but we're just gonna stick with Pampers from here on out, I think. I'm telling you. If it works, it works. That's and that's that's what I would say. Like in the lesson in this is like twofold. One, right. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's that's the first one, right? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Unless you have to, right? If you're if it's too expensive or the price to go up, you have to change it. Like, absolutely get that. Uh, but two, don't be afraid to switch. There's seven, eight, nine, yeah. ten brands of diapers out there. Like Joe and I don't use the same brand of diapers, and they accomplish the same goals, right? And exactly. so, like, don't be, if if you have a diaper brand, and it's like say your baby, they're falling off your baby's butt all the time, or like they pee through it, or you know it doesn't like stick around their their butts enough. And they're not tight enough. Who knows? Change. There's mm-hmm. like yeah. 10 brands out there. Just change. And they're all a little so bit many. different. You know? All a little bit different. Yeah. They are. And some people might use cloth diapers. Yeah. I, we talked about it, and then I was like, no, nah, I think we're good. I'm the same boat. Uh, so our, our, friends, <laughs> our friends Florian and Sarah, who are having their kid next couple of weeks um yeah they are gonna do the cloth diapers and i commend them because there was no way that i could yeah. scrape poop into a toilet and then put it into my washing machine i'm sorry that's yeah. enough that i'm wiping the baby's butt with poop and getting it on my fingers and having to go <laughs> wash my hands for 10 minutes i'm not yeah. i can't scrape it into a toilet and then go wash cloth i'm sorry I, right I, and i know what's good for the environment and we're doing what we can with as biodegradable as we can with the diapers that we have yeah. but I'll do anything for the environment, but I won't do that. I won't do that. <laughs> uh, well, let's leave them with that. I love it. I love it. Let's get out of here. Uh, what a, what a good episode. Here. What a good episode. Well, we got a couple more of those coming up. Um, like I said, we're going to talk about baths and probably a couple other things. So um, tune in. You know, If you're going to have a kid, you know somebody's going to have a kid, You know, maybe your sibling is, I think that these will be some, some good quick pointers and our experiences on, on this kind of stuff. I absolutely agree. And we are uh, always, always putting new things out on social media. You heard Joe and I refer it a couple times on here. Um, putting out these tips, these, you know, we do, Joe's going to do a takeover here pretty soon. And we do the same kind of thing where we just kind of talk about what life is like outside this hour. You know, we say 40 minutes, but it turns into an hour long recording of a podcast. You know, it's, <laughs> It's it, it so just keep connected with us on there. You can find us at Big Dead Energy Pod uh, on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm going to repeat Big Dead Energy Pod because we found out there's an imposter out there. It's like Big, Big Dead Energy Cast or something like that. Don't follow them. Big Dead Energy Pod. <laughs> follow us. We're much better. Yeah. And you can find us at fa- on Facebook at Big Dead Energy too. Yeah. So, you know, thank you all so much for listening. If you haven't already, please leave us a review, give us a subscribe. Um, tell one person about us just one because just one person uh and thanks to planet ant for having us on the podcast network and once again thanks for spending another hour with us like we like we joke all the time we uh we always aim for 40 minutes and it never ever ever works so thank you for uh for sticking with us for that extra 20 and we, we really appreciate it so for both of us i'm jared schmansky i'm joe lopez and remember click your tongs twice before you use them Dead.
has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.